in the land of .5s and negligent discharges, Mike from Mile High Shooting and Frank from Sniper's High bring you the Everyday Sniper. Everyday Sniper, huh? I'm like the every other day. You're the every other day. I'm the sniper. every other day guy. I like that one though. Every other day sniper. Yeah. I like that. I'll take that one. Mm-hmm. We were because we were in the. I was in the shop this week. Yep. And, yep. and you had an every other day. Episode. And I got. We got you set up with your Valkyrie. My Valkyrie's your all Valkyrie's set. In, and then your uh, your APO rifle. Came my APO. Both are set up and ready to go. I guess I I'm didn't talking loud again. Was, Hang on. Uh, I guess I didn't realize that it was a straight up Remington. It is. It's a, it's a yeah, 700. I was, like, I was like, dude, this is just Remington in a chassis. And then yes, you're like, no, they, no, no, it's so much more. It is, but they take it apart. They air gauge it. Mm. They clean up and deburr it. And then they put it back together. And then we swap the trigger Believe out. it or not, guys, your barrels may or may not be screwed in straight to the front of those Remingtons when you buy them off the shelf. <laughs> yes. And uh, so they clean them up. They deburr them. And then they swap the trigger because we use a trigger tech trigger. I spec the trigger tech. But it is a second of trigger tech. Mm -hmm. Let's just let's just have a, a catch up episode, I guess. Like we'll just keep interrupting each other. How okay, an, an interruption. We'll yeah, call an it interruption. An interruption. We're interrupting your day. And you know what I found is we'll come back to trigger tech. We're coming back to interrupt you. <laughs> or no, I said go. We interrupt this broadcast. Yeah, um, Podbean like fights all the other apps on your phone. Like I'll have like Amazon Music and I'll have a ballistic program going, or I'll have something that's playing something. But it like bullies its way onto your radio when you have it like linked to your well, car Sirius when you first just turn did it on to, to the me. car. Sirius did it today. Well, yeah, she was. Well, she was. Not Siri, a, Sirius XM. Oh, Sirius XM bullied on today. I I've found Podbean like punch its way through some apps to get onto my radio. All of a sudden, you yes. Know, you're, where I'm hearing my voice and my daughter's like, "Daddy, is that you on the commercial?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> so so anyways, uh, Trigger Tech, two stage yeah. trigger, midsummer. Okay. Two stage trigger midsummer. We're gonna have them. I asked. I called up and asked them. I said, "Hey, dude, um, can you give dealers kind of first crack at these triggers so we can get some filtered down here to the U.S.?" And they were like, "Yeah, for sure. They're gonna give us a call, and uh, we'll have at least, at a minimum, twenty-five triggers to start is what I'm going to order. So if nice. you guys want to get on the back order list for that, give me a call. Talk to Paul. Talk to Joe, talk to Braden, talk to me. It doesn't matter who you talk to. We'll get you guys on the back order list because that's up and coming. I think that's going to be really, really good. So so you spec your Trigger Tech trigger. Yeah. So the, on the APO rifle, I spec the, the a Trigger Tech, just a basic Trigger Tech. You can upgrade to like a tub or anything else. So it's a primary. Yeah. And so we did that. So that was our main thing was to do the Trigger Tech trigger. And um, so we put that all together, and then I had the rifle. I put the I put a Night Force Forty Sixteen on it. In uh, in I went out to the range today, but it was a blowout. I saw the picture of it, and yeah. you got it in a spur mount. Yep. No, it's in the Night Force Mega Is it in mount. The, uh, the, um, the cantilever mount. No, that that's the um, Valkyrie. I did that. What you saw the picture was the Valkyrie. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, because I came and picked the Valkyrie up. I dropped. I look at so many guns, man. I know. I dropped the uh, Bighorn Origin into the AX chassis that I had gotten. Mm. Um, what kind of mags are you using? I have an Alpha that looks like it's working money. Yeah? Yes. I, but I only have one because the other ones I have are 300 uh, WSM versions. Mm -hmm. But the 308 Alpha likes the Valkyrie. In the in the AX chassis. Yeah, and it kicks, and so far it's feeding right, but I haven't shot it yet. I'm going there in a bit to shoot it, and um, so I went to the range today to try to shoot everything, and it was 25 mile an hour winds, and I'm like trying to. There's no reprieve out there. No, dude. 
<laughs> and I, I'm trying to do accuracy stuff, and I just turned around and came home. So I had, had the Desert Tech, the HDI, yeah. to do at a mile. And then I had the uh, APO with me and some other stuff, and then I just went home. Took pictures and went home. I shot B-roll on the camera and went home. Dude, I messed up real bad in the second day of that class when we had the winds come in in that morning. Mm -hmm. And I was like texting you, holy winds, Batman. Mm -hmm. But it never went through because there's one, no signal, and two, a bunch of wind. Yes. So I'm like, I'm, I was opening up the gate and I was wearing that Huck shirt with a wife beater underneath. You guys were like, cold, gonna, man. You had no, I was like, it's going to be weather. hot again today because it was hot the day before. So yes. Hell. It was, it was t-shirt weather the yeah. day before. And so <laughs> I'm opening up the gate and I'm like, man, I hope this thing dies off quick. It didn't chilling. die off until the afternoon. Uh, Eleven, it died. So at yeah. first, because I couldn't find my uh, my uh, my coverall hat. Yeah, yep. I'm wearing Kim's fucking beanie yeah. out there on the line. Yeah. It was bright green and gray or whatever. It was neon green. Freezing to death. But no, there's no reprieve out there when it comes to wind, man. It just it and it's an all day event. It starts usually. It starts around nine or ten o'clock. From what I've seen when we go out during the summer. The wind? When it, yeah, when it would yes, really it comes in about 8.39. And then I mean, you can almost put it on a, on a timer. Yeah, you can. And and so, but, um, so, oh, I mean, I'm, I'm why am I maxing this mic out? Man, guys are probably going to hear you have it. like 90 extra octaves. Am I really that loud? Yeah. Wow. I mean, well, you like to hear what people have to say. You just like to say your part first. So yeah, I like, guess so. So you just like... Your your voice has a own its own frank. I'm watching the levels, man, and I'm like blowing it out. But right. anyway, and you have it like all muffled in, I'm in you my have hoodie. It in your hoodie pocket. <laughs> yes, and you're still talking louder. This than is me. under my shirt in my hoodie pocket. That's crazy. So um, we're we're in the shop and I'm picking up all my stuff. I had the APO, I had the Valkyrie, and this two guys come in. Yeah, from Texas. Right, two guys come. And they're in, listening. And, and they, they know who they are. Yeah, you well, do. one of them does at least. Chris, right? Chris was his name. Uh, hold on. I don't know. I can't remember. I think his name was Chris. So he comes in and, and he turns around and he goes, hey, you're that, what do you say? You're the guy from Sniper's Hide. Uh, he goes, you're that sniper guy. He said something. Yeah, you're that. a sniper guy or Sniper's Hide guy or something. It was something like that. Or every, no, he said everyday sniper. No, guy. no, no. He said Sniper's Hide. Did he? Yeah. Cause okay. Then he goes, oh, and I listened to the podcast. But we, like you and I were, I was doing your background check for the guns and mm -hmm. we were talking about something. I, yeah, we were, I was in the like corner we were in the huddle. Middle, we were, yeah, we, we were, were in the middle, middle of like an important conversation about some shit. And he just turns around, whips in, hey, what's up? <laughs> hey, you're the guy. Frank's like, yeah, that's me. And then he, point, and then he points at me. Frank points at me and goes, that's the other guy. <laughs> and the guy looked at me and he's like, kind of like, kind of taken back a little bit. Like, oh shit, they're both in the same room. I didn't realize, I was like, see? First hand, you got to experience people don't know who the fuck I am. Yep. And it's it's honestly, I think it works out to my benefit most of the time. Oh, yeah, because then you're, you're Dude, not I a just target. sneak in all stealth. You're you not know? a target, right? I just feel like I'm, like I was telling, uh, uh, who was I talking to, Justin, today, I think, um, down down in uh, southern, I think he's out in southern Colorado. I was talking to him and, um, he was asking my opinion on something. And I'm like, dude, am I being recorded? Because I really don't want to give my opinion, <laughs> you know, like that. <laughs> like, what's going on, man? So. You got to be careful, man. You, you might do. Be, yeah, I, I have to be impartial most of the time. Yeah. Because I, I have to look at it from both perspectives. Yeah. So, anyways. No, so that was cool. And, and then, like I said, I went out today to the range, but it was 25 mile an hour winds and that wasn't working. So I left. And then, um, so came home and, and Kim was watching Catfish. 
So, yes. We got to talk catfish <laughs> so for a minute. Because <laughs> I have no idea what this is. Hey, you brought it up. My entire family knows what this is. I have Well, because no they're young idea. girls. You have young girls. And I have no idea what the Dude, hell it's this when is. Dude, it's when somebody goes online and they, and they have like a profile pic. It would be like me having a profile pic of Dan. Dan, okay. Dan right, Hanson? Dan, at, no, well, no. The More other, like damn handsome. Yeah, yeah, that Dan. Okay, yeah, Dan Hanson's fine. Yeah, yeah. Any Dan you want. Or the ones that work at your shop. Okay, big Dan. Big Dan. Yeah. So I put... He's, big, a, he's a strapping young man. Yes. Oh, so yeah. I put Dan's picture with my name and profile, right. and then chicks try to pick me up thinking they're getting Dan. Yeah. Or Hanson. And... The Dans. The Dans. And instead, when it come to find out, they got me. Right. So it's a bunch of eights going after twos. Yes. Point fives. Point fives. Going after. In the land of point five. A bunch of point fives are going after eights. Right. Or setting them up and taking their money and shit. Yeah, right? there's that too because they, they steal their money and stuff. Well, what, are they, what do they have to gain aside from taking their money? Well, it's a, it's a pen pal, man. All it is is an online fling that they really don't get to see each other. And they can't meet because it starts out with a lie. Hmm. So it's kind of crazy, man. But it's a young thing, So then man. the TV show goes and busts these people? Yes. Then the people show so up. So how do they know they're getting catfished? Oh, dude, they do searches and hunt and do all this stuff. And they go to Google. And then they look. And it's like today. This like how would they know? Like, okay, so you're in the basement, right? Yeah. And you're... You're a point five, and you're, Dude, they're and like, you're catfishing somebody. They're like freaking somebody. Sherlock Holmes and shit on the computer. How would like let's say I because was the investigator? Because they'll never meet is the is the one red flag. So is the person that's being catfished? Calls like, man, up. I feel like I'm being catfished. Yes. Yes. Because I'm stupid. Right. And then it, it, it's usually it's usually like uh, like I said in in it's like a two or a point five or whatever, and and they're like. Hey man, something's not right. Hey, if, help you, me. if you know you're a two, just stay with the twos. So yeah, if you're a two, stay you with just two. Two, stay with twos. We all know that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what they do then is like today, the one I saw before I left here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, the, the, dude, the dude went to Google to find like this guy scamming this chick, and the dude goes to Google and he puts hot teenage boy abs into Google. Hot teenage boy abs. Okay. And the first picture that came up was the one that the catfisher was using on the chick. Oh, okay. Like the very first. So it's like the shit that you see on the chive or one of those, uh, one of those, uh, those apps where it's got all the pictures and it's like somebody gets owned off of some comment that they made. Like this is my girlfriend, and it's a picture of a girl. That, yeah. Like if like, you Google like redhead girl, like the picture that's it's on like, my picture on the Everyday Sniper website. Right. She's hot. She's hot, and everybody oh was God. digging on it. So, so if we're doing a scale, let's you're do catfishing people right now. I'm catfishing people. I gotta stay with the twos. You gotta stay with the twos, man. <laughs> Don't she's punch like it. A, dude, she's like a 10 on there. Yes. I would call her a 10. She's, she's a 9 and a half. Nine, nine and a half. Well, yeah. you got to factor in a little mental stuff. Like, she's got to be crazy. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, she's probably a 9 or a 9 and a half. But that's guaranteed to have mental problems. Right, right. Crazy in the head. Crazy yeah. in bed. That's what they say. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's this crazy. So, I never saw Catfish before. So, then I start watching it and I watch them. So, Kim's watching it. Kim's she watching got, she it. She turned you. In. Onto me. Okay. Yeah, onto Catfish. Okay. So, they're all like sleuthing and stuff. And this is like, this is right up your alley too. Yeah. Because you used to be a private investigator. Right. So, it's the sleuth stuff. And you're all over the internet. So, you're just like, I got, I can, I can investigate this shit. Are so, you going to pursue that? No, man. Because I ain't getting catfished. Uh, did you even think about it until I brought it up? Dude, I wish I was being catfished. 
Because imagine if I thought I had this hot chick out there, like sending me all these messages, like, oh, friend. Yeah, you'd be oh, like, oh, shit. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, shit. But then we'd be like, hey, we got to meet. And she'd be like, no, but we can't meet. I'm busy that day. I Catfish. Got, I got, right. I can do my laundry. <laughs> so, so now everybody knows. If no, if somebody doesn't want to meet you, it's catfish. 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 Catfished, man. Catfish and I don't even hunter. know where that word comes from. How come that word? What does that word even mean? I got to look up the word now because I don't know where how they get catfishing from this. I don't know. Me neither. I bet you catfish do like, something like funny. Fishermen, no. They may be able to put it together. Oh, that they think like they got a real arm. fish, but they caught a catfish. Maybe that could be it. Like you think you got a bass, but you got a catfish. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not hip to the catfish. Or maybe it's like you know two things together. Like they're fishing because it's online fishing, but it's like. I know. Yes. It could. Oh, it, it's got to be a fishing term. So you must have it. Yeah. So um, anyway, you shot a match uh, not last week, the week before. Yeah, I shot that 22 match. So Green Mill 22 match. If you're in Colorado and you have a 22 and you're somewhere north of Denver and you want to do something every third Saturday for about four or five hours mm -hmm. with this 22 and you got nothing else to do. Was it, it only about five hours? Were you done? What time were dude, you done? Dude, we started at like nine and got done at like three. Oh, nice. If that. Okay. I mean, it was, you know what? I want to I well, say it was closer to two because we did an after actions. And this is what I really liked too. Like we Roy shot did after the yeah. We did an after action. He said, you know, tell me a good thing. Tell me a bad thing. And I was like, oh, I, I didn't know we were doing that. Can you come back around to me? And like the general consensus of the whole match was everybody liked the mover that he had. And I'll describe the mover here in a minute. But okay. he had a moving target that he built. Okay. And then um, the bad thing that I kind of, I was like, okay, let, let me rewind and figure this out. The one thing that I really disliked was time sensitive. Even though we finished the match you know, at a reasonable time at two o'clock, mm -hmm. when the shooter gets up on the line, that shooter needs to be ready to shoot. Yeah, not, not wasting time. You gotta Dude, be like 30 seconds there's before. A, and I'll call him, I don't know. I don't know, I, I can't remember his name, but. Um, a dude. Yeah, this dude decided that he wanted to get up there and try every single position possible. First, to first, see which one worked. Yeah, to see which one was the That's best for him. That's not how it him. works, man. And then, and then dialed in his scope, and then got his magazine out, and I felt like he was just loading and. On yeah, the that's line. why you have I'm that like, thirty-second prep time. I'm like, time starts now. Shooter ready? He's like, no, I'm not ready yet. Adam's on the spotter. Adam's a smart ass like me. Adam's like, spotter's ready, and then I look over at the timekeeper. Timekeeper's ready. I was like, scorekeeper's ready. Shooter ready? I said I'm not ready yet. And I was then, like, you know what, dude? I'd be like, time starts yeah, now, dude. Thirty <laughs> seconds right? prep time. But it is a happy match. Yeah. So it was. I don't. I, I don't know how many of these they've done. It's been going on for a little while. I think while. that was the second one, wasn't it? It's been going on for a little while. But here's here's the bottom line. That was the one thing I didn't like about it. But we kind of cleared that up as we went along. You know, mm -hmm. kind of speeded up the process a little bit, the shot process. Um. You get an opportunity to shoot offhand at multiple targets at multiple ranges. Okay. You get an opportunity to use a barricade. You get an opportunity to shoot off. The, it's like a wobbly desk. And I think that was the one where we shot the mover. So the mover is built on a spring. So it's like a, uh, it's like a rod on a spring and it's a um, prairie dog. 
Is it just kind of moving in the wind? So when you hit it, and then it moves. It moves in all the separate directions because it's on a spring. It yep. just starts. I know. Bouncing it's like everywhere. one of those old, uh, like uh, a bozo clown. Remember when we were bag. little kids in the in the park? And you had that spring with the turtle. Yeah, with the tur- and or the horse or whatever, yes. and you'd rock back and forth. It was just like that. But if you if you let the spring take control, remember how you were just like mm-hmm. bouncing all over the place. You'd be at one o'clock, two o'clock, five o'clock, whatever. So it's on one of those, and it's a prairie dog. So if you hit it just right, it's only bolted on. And this may be a happy mistake, but it's only bolted on with one bolt. So when you hit it in the right spot, it does a flip. Okay. So it's like moving and flipping and doing all this shit. I'm like, dude, this thing is awesome. <laughs> so, like, so I'm, 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 I like shooting movers and I'm fairly good at shooting movers. So being able to predict it for me because we're used to shooting fast and you know fast mm-hmm. movers. So this one is just kind of just bouncing around like a, like a little game. If I were to describe it, but it's carnival. It's fun. Exactly. So if I were to describe it, I would say it is like mini putt putt golf. Okay. For precision rifle. Gotcha. Yeah, that's what we want. That's yeah. perfect. So I'm going, dude, this is one of the funnest matches that I've ever shot. Because it's not a whole lot of t- it's not a whole lot of your day. Mm-hmm. I got home and like came home and did stuff around the house. That's the best. At another match, I wouldn't have been able to do that. That's see, in Green Mill is only like twenty minutes from me. Yeah, and, and that's another thing. And it's, it's not, not an hour and a half to Pawnee. Well, it's it's weird too because it's in the middle of a um, Residential. Like a residential area. Yeah. And I've only been there twice with you. You really have to be careful, guys. And this is, you know, this is a message to everybody that's out there. You got to be careful on those ranges because there's people that live in the vicinity of those ranges that don't like guns, believe it or not. Ooh. So what they so what they did at one point, and this is a story that they were telling that Roy was telling us, is somebody reported to the police that somebody had shot through his garage door right that's what they tried at brighton across the highway to shut brighton down and it turned out that it was the guy who owned the house shot his own his own garage door and blamed it on the range right and that's what the investigation turned up so you guys really really have to watch your backs people who are listening to this that own ranges watch out for that stuff, dude they man. shot they shot gotta be down but you know where aj used to live did you know by i don't know where aj used to live no okay or he still does i know yeah it's I know Route who seven down there yeah there's a range that was there, and they shut them down uh, that way when the gun stuff was happening here in Colorado and the magazine ban and all that. Mm-hmm. They shut Brighton down because somebody claimed their house got hit, and they shut the range down. Well, they tried to do that up in Berthoud, too, I think, Yep, up just a little Upper, further yeah. up the road. So just watch out for that stuff, guys. But it's weird, and it's inside this uh, this community. But the good thing about it is... It's that small of a range, you know. We don't need a thousand yards. Three hundred yards, right? Yeah, it's uh, max, dude. Yeah, three hundred. I, mean, I think our furthest shot was two forty. Yeah, but for the twenty twos, but the whole range is only three hundred yards. I only got to saw that part of the uh, see that part of the range. That's all so, it yeah. is. Yeah, and it's. I mean, it is super condensed, and the berms are really high though. Yeah, which is nice, and they're still doing construction, and they're still working stuff out. And they have a good. Uh, they ha- they have freaking ROs that'll work that match. A lot of ranges do. Front that work at the that range, club, right? Because they get points. Um, you you have a, a work bond. You have to do exactly right. I had no idea. This dude was like, I was like, hey, who's this guy? Are you gonna shoot with us? And he was like, no, I'm here to help however I can. What yeah, do you want me to do? Because they get their work bond. It's uh, like buyers, CRC, Colorado Rifle Club. Yeah. It's a hundred bucks, or you have to show up and go to work. 
Mm. So people will um, go in RO and that fulfills their work bond. Dude, it was awesome to have him toting around with us because he learned a bunch just from mm -hmm. what we were doing. And a lot of those guys I haven't seen out, you know, maybe two or three of those guys I've seen at center fire matches. Right. And a lot of those guys were new and, and timid. And we even had one of the new kids with us from the shop. We had uh, Josh Jr., okay. the, the, the newer gunsmith. Yeah, yeah. We took him out there because we were like, hey, this is, we're going to you know throw you into the water, dude. Here we go. This is what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And it was funny because Adam and I were like pacing around him like drill sergeants while he was like on the line. I was like, kick him in the hips. I was like, get straight behind get straight, that guy. Dude, get, <laughs> get over there. Dude. Step on his ankle. You know, mm -hmm. Get that fucking thing down. Tweaking him. But um, he did really well. And it was his first match. He, he comes from like a hunting background where everything is like two MOA is okay. Right, right. So like he was, he was really amazed that he was able to shoot and he picked it up by the end of the day, dude. He was shooting off tripod. That's another thing. You shoot off tripod. I mean, like it, it encompasses a lot of the skills that you're going to see at a center fire match. And we had a KYL that was a quarter of the size of a KYL. And I was having a conversation with the dude before mm -hmm. we were going up to shoot. And I'm like, all right, KYL and 22, it's 50 yards. And I'm looking at it and it's probably like literally the quarter of the size of a real KYL. So yeah. like the smallest one that's it's like on a half there inch. is like smaller than the stem of the actual KYL, you know? <laughs> so I'm just like, yeah, how are we going to get to that? And then if you clear the KYL and you move out here, you can shoot this target as many times as you want, get all these points. I was like, I looked at the, the dude that was going after me and I was like, I might clear I was that. like, how, how far are you going to go? He's like, Mm, I think I'm going to go to five. And I don't know if he shot it before or whatever. I was like, I think I'm going to go to four. I'm going to go to four. I'm going to go to four. Mm -hmm. I lay down behind the gun, zoom in and everything, get all prepped. And I'm ready. And I'm like, first shot, it was damn near point of aim, point of impact. I was like, I'm going to five. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I ran it out to five and I was like, I'm done. And there was people that want that, that, went a little bit further like six and then stopped and how then many, were, what do you mean k what's five six kyl what is it is that many stems yeah how many stems there's like did you seven have? seven stems yeah oh and it just keeps getting smaller oh shit. that's why i said like the last one is smaller than the stem itself because usually kyl only has four no this thing had like seven okay and then we had one of the one of the stages was a win target okay one of the ones that we have in our class mm-hmm so uh, so we know Austin made him that one, right? Yep. Um, and it was, there's gray on the outsides, and then there was either red or blue, and then there was white in the middle. Did he have more tines or something? Uh, yeah, I think there was. Two more, maybe? Uh, no, because it was off center. Oh. So it was, I think he may have had six or something. I don't know how many tines he had on there. It was maybe six or seven. Should be five. So maybe he had more. I think he had more. And, um, getting on that middle one you'd get two points if you got your win call right because mm -hmm. it was all the way out at the 211 240 right, something right. like that um if you hit either side of the white then you got one point and then if you hit the gray you got no points mm -hmm. so good way of doing it yeah, yeah, yeah. no I, I thought it was fantastic and uh you'd get on it and just as fast as you can run that bolt now running a bolt i'm going to talk about a couple different 22s real quick got it um the, the gun that I was shooting was a Stiller Action 22. Okay. It was in an AX chassis. 
And I think it had, what kind of scope on it? I'm trying to remember now. Either a Night Force or Schmidt or something like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was like, it was a Tricked great setup. You know? right. oh, it's Adam's setup. And he's had this 22. We've been shooting this 22 for probably three to almost four years now. Yeah, because he's a stiller guy. Yeah. So shooting that's how i learned how to shoot off of a tripod is with that 22. okay so i was shooting off the tripod and i'm cleaning the stage dude i'm taking it i'm taking it home and we had one of the the animal targets that was out there had a little center mass shot mm -hmm. so if you ring that little guy a couple times you get some points so i rung that twice i mean dude i was on time target everything last shot coyote 240 yards i was like i hit him the first time i was like damn son piece of cake ran the bolt Bolt stuck to the rear. Then I tried to get it forward. It wouldn't load. <laughs> like everything. And, I, and I'm like, what the fuck? So I go to the side of it. And the guy's like, okay, you have X amount of time. Like I had a ton of time. So I'm trying to get this thing all cleared. I'm trying to get my fingers in the <laughs> chamber and try to get it cleared <laughs> out. Ain't happening, dude. So I finally dropped the mag and I tried to load another one and get it in there. The bolt was all sticky. The bolt face was all yeah, sticky. Yeah, that lead shit. The wax and lead is all. It was straight fucked up. And I was <laughs> so mad. I was like, dude, I was on this shit too. So we took the rifle part, cleaned it off and everything. But here's the thing that I noticed. My, my biggest drawback, I really, really like the Stiller Action. Okay. The biggest drawback that I had was the Savage Magazines. Oh, yeah. Savage Mags suck. That's why you get Dan um, Shumway from New York who does aftermarket Savage mags. Dude, those mags are the worst. Savage. What do we say? Yep. Every Savage. And everybody's wondering why we're hating on Savage. I apologize if you have a Savage and mm -hmm. I know for the money it's the best thing out of the box that you can shoot. Blah, blah, blah. It ain't personal, right. man. Yeah, it it's is just not savage. personal. It is just Savage. I have never had luck with anything with the Savage logo on it. No. And like the same thing. You get that Indian head, you get scalped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what did you say? It was like a dice roll. It's like the Savage Casino. Yes, Savage <laughs> Casino. Mohegan Sun, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're, you're I was like, not only is that racist, but that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> so, anyways, um, running the bolt back. <laughs> running the bolt back, the bolt was sticking. And, like, it was the same thing that I noticed on the CZ455. Okay. So, transitioning from one rifle to another because I had an opportunity to shoot pretty much all of them that weekend. I was like, oh, what's that? Let me shoot that. Mm -hmm. Just so I can, you know, you see gauge which one you like the best. Yeah, yeah because yeah. I'm, I'm in Try the market. before you buy. I'm in the market for a 22, and the one thing that I know about precision rifle shooters is if, if, if they think that you like their rifle, they'll let you shoot it. Yes. So I'm like, hey, what, what do you think about that? Let me try to shoot that, right? So I got an opportunity to shoot the, the Stiller. In the CZ455, so I'm shooting the CZ455. I feel and they like have the what the 457 now, the which is already ready to go. The 457 is dope. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is really cool. The bolt throw was the biggest thing that I was like, man, this is really cool. And I think they made a huge improvement on the manor stock that they did. Yep. So, excuse me. Um, it had a lot of good things going for it now, but the 455. It shoots accurate. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, yeah, it's, it's a, a good very gun, man. It's a good gun. gun. You can get CZs a threaded are good, barrel. Man. They're you not can, savage. No, they're not <laughs> savage. But there are some drawbacks. So the cons that I found was the barrel is fairly slow. Your your stock barrel is slow. Okay. Um, and we talked to Schillen about making a barrel for it. All righty. 
So Schillen's like, yeah, dude, that sounds like a great idea. So we bought up some Adam, got some blanks. Couple guys, you bought up a couple of these, you know, CZs. And since the 455 was discontinued, they're leaning towards the 457. So mm -hmm. if something does come of that, it's going to come from Schillen first. Nice. So we talked to them, you know, Adam talked to them and Paul had talked to them because we we're starting to really push this 22 stuff now. Yeah, yeah. So um, shooting the CZ 455, I felt like somebody took a kid's toy and tried to make it a precision rifle. In the 455? In the 455 is okay, what I But felt. the action's still good. The action's still good. Because you could drop them in manners and different styles. It just feels and runs. Rink. I just, I, yeah, I'm like. A little rinky dink for you. It is. Kind of reminds me of Ruger. Ruger's a little kids. The the uh, RPR 22? Yeah. Absolutely. I think that feels, or the the um, the, the semi-auto. Yeah, 10, yeah, yeah. The 10 10-22s too. Yeah. But both of them feel the little kidsy. They do. Um, and the magazines. Yes. Again, going back to the magazines, these things are small. You're going to fucking lose them, dude. Like you can put it in your little... I like, that's why I like the Voodoo, My man. keys go the in this pocket. Voodoo mags with the you know? AI chassis. So we're getting to that. So All right. we're getting Wait, to that. I'm getting ahead of myself? Yeah, you're getting ahead of yourself. Let me, let me, let me spoil the surprise for a change. Okay. So, Voodoo 22. <laughs> <laughs> the magazines. AICS size. You can put it in... You can't take a CZ455... Um, rifle and put it into any chassis that you want. No, it's got to be made for it. It's got to be made for it. And KRG makes a great one for yep. it. Go get a KRG. The Voodoo, you can put in any Remington footprint that's short action with an AICS mag and it's going to work. Dude, I had bought... Bing! I bought that AX for the Voodoo, but then Manners had built, because I talked to them at SHOT Show and they didn't coordinate, and so Manners had built me a PRS stock for the Voodoo, so I didn't put the Voodoo in the AX. I ended up putting the Valkyrie in the AX because the Voodoo's in my Manners, and I have a Manners PRS stock for that. And then the nice thing is the mags just go in either one, doesn't matter. Yeah, and you don't have to get all these new mag pouches or nope. anything like that. everything's the same. Everything's the same. Yep. Everything's the same. Now, running the Voodoo, where I had problems with the CZ455 running to the rear, if your trigger is not just right, it's going to hang up on your bolt. In the CZ? In the CZ. Okay. I was having problems with the um, with the stiller in the same fashion where I'd run the bolt to the rear. Too hard or something. And then too hard and I can't get it to go back forward, forward. so I feel like it's kind of binding in there. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, it's meant for a 12-year-old, dude. Now, exactly. That's what I'm saying is yeah. I feel like they took a kid's toy and tried to turn it into a precision rifle yep. is what I feel like. So with the Voodoo, I'm running the Voodoo as hard as I want. One thing that I did figure out with it is it runs a lot smoother forward is when you run the bolt back, put your thumb over the... Um, the, the firing mechanism yeah, yeah, I know and mean. push it forward from the center instead of pushing it forward the on bolt. the bolt mm -hmm. and I almost guarantee every single time it'll glide right in no problem nice. boom forward so boom, you're kind forward. of binding or something you're you're not coming in straight right exactly because you're coming off to the side and there's too much um, there's too much pressure on one side and it's a it's a fairly small bolt there's yeah, too much yeah. pressure on one side there's not enough room inside the chamber their machine's super tight now another thing that I really like is that you can hang whatever Remington 700 trigger on there that you want. You can't do that with these other ones. Right, right. Yeah, the Voodoo's money, man. Mike Bush and those guys and Paul and everything. So, I emailed Paul on Monday. Okay. 
I was like, hey, I know you're a busy man. I talk to him probably two or three times a week, honestly. I'm like, I know you're a busy dude. And he says the same shit to me all the time. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, uh, I wanted you to know that I shot a match this last weekend. I had an opportunity to shoot three guns. And I liked the voodoo the best. I'll get If you want yeah. more information from me, you know, that's fine. I just wanted to let you know that that's what happened. And, and like, Six. I fully support everything that these guys are doing. Two-thirds of their sales come from the hide. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they told me. Two-thirds come from the So hide. we get them, and then, uh, I don't know if it's still core or whatever it is. Down the Altus. Altus. Um, they get a bunch of them, too. Yeah. So... Um, now, dope. What are you guys doing to run your dope for these well, targets? Well, finished conversation with uh, Paul. Okay. I was like, so I want you to come on the Everyday Sniper. I want you to talk about your, your voodoo guns and why they are the way they are. Yeah. And he was like, done. Nice. So we're going to get him on the show. That'll be really cool. Um, uh, what were you saying? Dope. How are you guys doing dope for guys listening, man? So, what for, software did you use? Uh, Geoballistics. 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 So, so you're just using regular software and just putting in your 22 stuff. Uh, amazing, oh, right? Oh, go figure. So we had to, we played with the bullet because um, the bullet that we were using or the manufacturer that we were using was not on Geoballistics. Right, not in their library. Right, it wasn't in their library, so we just built the round mm -hmm. and then shot Were you using the SK 50 or yards. Were you using Lapua? SK. You used the SK? Yep, SK yep. Standard Plus. Yep. Across all three of those platforms. Nice. No problem. Mm -hmm. It shot you know, where it needed to shoot, half inch or better, and 50 yards, and put in, okay, well, we zeroed at 50, Shot at you know 100, shot at 200, calculated the BC off their off their or the muzzle velocity off their muzzle velocity calculator. Mm -hmm. Said we came up you know seven mils whatever. Dial that in, gave us dope for everything that we needed. Nice. I was like perfect. Let's run it. I know I know at 200 yards on our range, my Voodoo is 7.2 mils, the same as my 6.5 Creed. At what distance? Oh, at a thousand. thousand. Yeah, yeah. two hundred's like I was a thousand. Like, that sounds like a thousand to me. Yeah, yeah, thousand yard dope, man. So that's cool. Yeah, I wanted to go. I have. I'm behind on video, and I'm trying to knock out these last. I know you went to video that same day. Day I was at our range video. It was video. a super nice day. Yes, I videoed that was the same the day. Probably the nicest day of the year so far. And I knocked out like three videos that day, and so I. That was the only reason I didn't go is because I had to get these things done. Everybody's beating my door down to do these reviews and product stuff and. I just hadn't finished it, and the weather's just, you know, I went out today, and the weather's just like, ah. It's so switchy, dude. Like, it's, we had a perfect weekend of shooting. But you can't hear. It blew. Dude, it, was, was it blew over. Blizzard. I was doing, I had the Desert Tech with their box, their 10-round their box of 375 Shytac. The wind knocked it over just sitting there. Like, it's standing up, blew a box of bullets over I was like, what the hell, man? I can't get anything done. I'm trying to take a picture, and they're they're sliding across the table. I was like, are you kidding me? So um, speaking of wind and all that, so now let's go, because we, we only got a little bit left. You're after action on the match. I did. On, oh, on, on, the, on, the, on the match real quick? Not the match. The, yeah. uh, finish the match, and then go to the training. Yeah, last piece of the match, uh, everybody shot really well. I tied for third place, or I tied for the third place position, and right. I had a shootout sure. with another shooter. And ended up taking him on our fourth on our fourth go around. Mm -hmm. So we just kind of like, okay, I'll shoot first, mm -hmm. and then you shoot, shoot, and then you shoot first, and then I'll shoot, and we'll have somebody best of three type yeah, of thing. And we'll have somebody on the spotter, first person to miss loses. Gotcha. So that's what we did, and um, I got really lucky. I, I uh, it was his turn to shoot, 
and we were shooting at a like a one and a half inch diamond or something like that. I mean, mm -hmm. it was super small. Um, I ran my bolt forward. He was using a semi-auto, mm -hmm. so he was—you can tell—he was already in his own head. He was kind of—he was ah shit, you know. And he took a shot, and I was watching it through the scope, and I was like, okay, when. <laughs> Wind's going right to left, so let's go ahead and fix that real quick. And then I center punched that red diamond, called it quits, and it was done. Was on, yeah. So that was good. All right, classroom. Last week we had class. Last week we had and class. And I gave him my after action. You got to give him yours. I'm going to tell you that was uh, something bad is going to happen. I don't know what it is because nothing bad happened in this class. Everything worked. <laughs> Everything was fine. We had a savage in the class. Yes, and it worked. but it was a tricked out I savage. I was like, what? It was. Well, they were having a little bit of problems with the magazine getting in the getting in the chassis, but they're blaming it on the chassis, so yeah, I just left MPA. it alone. Yeah, they blamed it on the MPA, not, MPA the, did not the savage. Um, we learned our right from our left. We did. Which was nice. Did you like that? So if, uh, <laughs> you should explain that. <laughs> I don't know how far I want to go into it. Okay, here's... You don't have to go into the person, okay. go into the situation. Okay, so... Shooting, shooting in the wind, if you don't have an opportunity to shoot in the wind and you're shooting with a new shooter, please, 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 if you are teaching them how to shoot, teach them what the reticle is and what the reticle does. Because when and, you say left, they go to the left side of the reticle. Yeah, when you, you say, when you say, I want to shoot, I want you to shoot, give me two mils left. They look at the left side of the reticle, which puts the target on the, the right. right. So, or it puts the reticle on the right. So when you go, okay. I, I had a slide in the class that showed that. Right. I Correct. do have a slide. Correct. Yes. So, um, so that's the situation that we were having was a miscommunication of which direction to shoot when I give you a wind call. So when you're giving somebody a wind call, Give it to them into the wind. Direction Tell them to shoot into the wind to push that Hold bullet onto the target. Left two mils. That's main cross here left main into cross the wind. Here left and then two mils direction and distance. So and then ask them. Here's another exercise you can do with them and say, Hey, I want you to draw your reticle. Yes, I saw you drawing. I yeah. came by. You got so, what I well. I, here's what I was doing. Yeah, was, yeah. I was like, okay, I. I don't think that this person understands the difference between one tenth, two tenths, one mil. Right. So I had to look at the reticle and I went, okay, I understand the reticle. I know what it is. It, yep. was, it was Steiner. It was a Steiner. So I'm like, super easy, no problem. I was like, okay, draw me this reticle. So they draw a cross. Mm -hmm. I was like, cool. Now put some uh, put marks. some put some ticks on there. Well, I don't use those. Well, yeah, clearly. <laughs> we got that. <laughs> okay, so I want you to look at your reticle, and I want you to draw your reticle. And when you're done drawing your reticle, I want you to bring it to me. Okay, perfect. So we go back to shooting, everything, drawing a reticle, no problem, come back over. All right, this is, and I explained every single, when I say two-tenths, this is two-tenths. Mm -hmm. This is two, four, six, eight, one mil. When it's a big line, it's one mil. When it's close over here, it's one-tenth. When it's in between, it's one-tenth, blah, 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 right. blah. Good to go. All right. Shooter ready, shooter's ready. Give me left six tenths. So that way, right? Mm -hmm. I want you to shoot into the wind. Oh, yeah, 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 okay, I got it. So be patient and explain it down to the lowest common denominator was my kind of learning point. Yeah. For yeah. myself as an instructor, I was like, okay, 
So like, Mike's I'm a very patient person, dude. I have the patience of concrete. Okay. But yeah, but I walked up and you're doing patty cake. Oh well, that's okay. So <laughs> one of the exercises was trying to find the L. So I said, put your hands up in front of you, just like this, and then I said, which hand creates an L? Mm-hmm. This one. You were like Tony Stark that playing football with uh, the left. Nebula. I want you to shoot left. So we learned our left. And then I walked up and said, well, why don't you just do like full metal jacket and smack her on the left side and then smack her on the right. (laughs) And then it turned into this whole other thing. I was like, all right, everybody back on your guns. Um, But no, it was a good class. And we had had the same. And we got a lot of first round impacts. Because we had those bad conditions and I flipped the class. Because I was used to it from last year now. I thought about it over the off season, and what I did is I hyper looked at the weather, uh, weather underground, so I knew what was going on there, and so I changed the drills up. And in even the one because the wind wasn't letting up, like you said, I right where you were talking about wind stuff, I cut out. The yeah, stencil. so so we. We shot in the morning and kind of got the zeros done and everything, and then we wanted to look at groups in two and three hundred. Mm-hmm. And then I brought him into the class, and I was like, "We're going to talk about communication. Right. We're going to talk about wind, left and right, yep. left and right. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk, you know, all this stuff." So I taught the wind class, and you were like, "You went off." I was like, "I don't know what he's doing. He's yeah. up to something, I and you left." Yeah, you just disappeared. Yeah, because I had disappeared on you on the first day because I was out there fucking with the Dorothy targets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. You were like, all right, I'm out of here, see ya, and you left. And then I got back and I was like, oh, we got some shit going on downrange. What's going on downrange? And you had built the, uh, you had cut the squares out. Yeah, and made everything. a five inch stencil and then put paper up at yep. uh, 400 yards and had them shoot paper at four. So I put two boards of paper up at four because we were having such good results with them shooting paper mm-hmm. that I extended it out past three to four. Yes. And. What I one thing I really did like was that you used the drop at 300, yeah, versus going out to 800. And the reason I liked it is because it's first day one, right? It's 300 yards, it's not intimidating as 800 yards, you know. Like, it sounds really cool that to go shoot we're, gonna, we're, we're gonna day. shoot 800 yards, that sounds freaking cool, but. You're losing everything that we just worked for in a zero, I think. Yeah, because you're like, oh man, because I want to see it. So I'm coming off the gun real quick. I'm doing this. Yeah, they're trying to see the light flash. And we're giving a wind call that they may or may not be comfortable with, that we know is on, Mm -hmm. but they can't. They don't understand. They don't understand the radical just yet. Yeah, they they don't have that. So, and you know, if we're breaking it down to the lowest common denominator. That's where I feel we have to teach to the lowest My off level. time is spent looking at logical order and how to bring a new shooter from 0 to 10 without going 0, 8, 2, 3, 4, 5, 7, 9. So I'm looking at what these ways and, and you know I've known about this and I, I talked about it in the other one with Gunsight I've been to Gunsight four times they do it a lot and the ranges just weren't really ever set up to do it that way but then we went and set it up and we did it and we went to the paper because we'd always be trying to get off a of paper 
And instead, I'm kind of re-embracing paper because of the conditions. Mm-hmm. And so... Well, you can read it easier too. I mean, because well, you can walk up to it yeah, with them. I mean, show you, them a visual. Exactly. Instead of walking up to a steel target or lo- looking at it through a spotter, mm-hmm. you don't really well, get much out of it. Well, because a lot of them don't have it. recoil management down yet, so they can't see what they're doing. Exactly. So this is another, the, the an, pa- it's another repetition of fundamentals because the, they're shooting a group on paper. The paper tattletales on you. Yeah. The paper it'll, tells. Yeah. It'll, it'll tattletale. And so, I mean, the, the, the fundamental eval I don't think we had a group under a minute. Mm. And by the end of the first morning, I mean, these guys were shooting a three-quarter, half-minute dot that you put up. Those dots you put on the target weren't one inch. They were yeah, three-quarter. Yeah, I took the ones. I took the smallest ones I could find. I was like, we're going, you know, yeah. aim small, miss small on this one, boys and girls. And, and, and they stepped up. And so there was a lot that we did. So I've been looking at, and, and this is really kind of the first, uh, second technically, but first class of the season for for me and then next week on the 16th i'll be in alaska because we're already starting alaska this month and so um that breakup already yeah and so um it's one of those things where i'm looking at these and how to fine tune and lessons learned from last year because it's not just hey you come in a class you do this you do that okay we're done my class is my class and i'm over it it's no man how do i tweak this to make it better how do i do this kind of stuff to bring the student quicker so we're how how many times did i walk up to you or you walk up to me and be like damn we're not giving them dope we're not giving them wind calls yeah we're not doing we're just like you shoot ping do it again ping yeah next shooter and a lot of first round hits yes and it was first and second round hits all the way through i mean really that's all we should be doing is calling them calling their misses and correcting them and then fixing their fundamentals. I mean, the fact that we have to, me giving you dope does you no good. Right. And I think this way taught them a little bit better because they got to visualize it. So we had what we started to call uh, comp stages. Comp stages. So I want to break this down for you guys. If you're out there teaching somebody how to shoot um, and you want to use what everybody would look to as a competition stage, you need to look at it as a competency stage. Yeah. So as a comp stage, it needs to be competency. It doesn't, it's not competition. We had like rep yet. drills and then we had your battling against your fellow shooter drill. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but it came down to, okay, well, who's going to hit the wind chime? And then who's going to hit the confirmation target next Dude, to it? Dude, how many or, hammer in that white on that wind chime? Or I'm not even going to use the wind chime. I'm going straight for the for the confirmation target. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Psh, impact. I was like, God damn. The confirmation target is considerably smaller right. than that wind target. So um, we were doing the wind drills with them. We have them load up a 10-round magazine and give them, hey, we'll, we'll give you a KYL. Mm-hmm. And then we'll let you run through that KYL. And if you miss, you come back, you can run through it again until you're out of ammo or you can stop and see how far you can get. And then you'll shoot it off with somebody else. The two 308s in the class shot it off. Yeah, two 308s. Yeah. And then I was like, and that one's at 400 yards. Right. And that was on a windy day. I was like, dude, this is freaking amazing. This is awesome. I was psyched on how it. many were hammering that white target. Oh, yeah. On the, just on the, on the wind, on the wind chime. chime. Yeah, just yeah. on the wind chime alone, yeah. it was just... Um, zero corrections. They understood the two tenth. 
and they understood that you know what each value was and we told them like in that in that win course that i was teaching to them i was like this is how we're lining it up and here's your budget measure your target see how much win budget that you I have still to think work people with. are struggling with that aspect of the win is understanding the size of the target and using the target size to their advantage i think that's still a missing element that people are are overlooking how big is your target why are you doing point two when your target's point five wide yeah and i think that you kind of brought it brought it kind of to light and explained it a different way and i saw a bunch of light bulbs go on was you cut the target in half and you said the pro side when this I is your pro Prasslick, side emerald Prasslick, yes so this is your pro side this is your amateur side if you're favoring on the pro side you're good to go. If you are, you know, off the and if you're calling too much wind because they don't want to be generous with it. They it, they're yes. just like, "Okay, I'm going to go by the numbers." It. Yeah, I'm just going to go by the numbers. No, motherfucker, you need to be calling that wind and giving it a generous call mm -hmm. so that you understand, "Okay, I called too much wind." Because you're right, the amateurs are the ones that aren't calling enough. Yeah, and so that, and, and if you notice. And it's embarrassing a, to me to miss on the freaking non-windy side. A couple times I was, because I, everybody goes to the edge, and you're supposed to go to the center. Right. And everybody was going to the edge, so I was saying, you're 0.2 off the edge, hold 0.3 more wind kind of stuff. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? I was always adding an extra on top of the call, because it's too often where somebody will look in the reticle and go, you're 0.2 off the edge. And then they hold point two. Right. Yep. And that's exactly what I was doing too, because I can see. Okay, you missed um, your point two off the like you were saying. There was a lot of point two. We got them within two tenths. Yeah. Oh, every, you know, oh, the whole time. The entire time. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, two tenths. Give me three to four tenths off. You know, from your last wind hold, add three to four tenths to it. Pull the trigger. Yeah. Do and it then now. Because most changes. people want to know where they hit. Where'd you hit? Hey, you hit point two off the thing. Hold point four to center. I want to know if you hit level on the target. Yeah, yeah. That's what I want to know. Right, right. And then just write that number down, and we're going to move right along. You know? No, I think it was a good class. It worked totally out really was. good. Um, it flowed super nice. And like I said, I, I, I think it was disheartening with some of the weather last year. We had the identical. It was strange, dude. But like, we had the identical It was snowing all the way same, through the end of May. Right, but we had the identical same conditions this time. We just used them better. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it we had made the cold, more sense. We it, had the wind, we had the rain, we had to come through, and we accomplished everything we were supposed to by two o'clock on Sunday. We were we were done with the class because it went that well. Yeah, and then we it just, started cooling and like the clouds came mile. over and everybody was like you could see the mile like it was at a thousand yards. And then I we was shot like, the mile. Oh shit. And like you saw it, because I was like, I was looking. And I saw like, it, you saw it. Yeah. I was like, oh, look at that. And then you're like, the mile's clear. And you see all the gun muzzles just, <laughs> just kind of shift fire. I was like, oh, okay. Let me get comfortable here. I ran here. and got my gun. And then, yeah, you ran and got your gun. And, I, and I'm like, man, I still can't see where this guy's shooting. I'm like, Dave, bring it up a little bit. You know, do this. And then you got on the line. You shot your first one. And, and we were like, uh, and then you shot your second one. And I was like, I got it. And you're no, like, I hit on the second. The first one no, was the when second, I hit. Yeah, the, on the left. And I was like, I got it. And you're like, I got it. Psh, impact. I was like, yeah, dude, he got that motherfucker. Fucking second round hit <laughs> on a mile. So. With, with, with a 6.5 Creedmoor Lothar Walther Barrel 147 Factory. It's like, boom. Which is good. So you had a little bit more horsepower yeah, when it got out there. Yeah, because I had some weight yeah, in BC. And that, that, honestly, those Lothar Walthers, you guys should look into that. Those Lothar Walthers, they have OEMs for guys. 
they're doing really well, man. That barrel I'm impressed with. Well, that's the that's the factory barrel for an AT rifle, an Accuracy International. Right. So they're doing something. They have right. a US want version yep. that's here. They're doing it's the same. Right, it's guys. the same barrels. It's just spun up. These ones are spun up here, and so it's Lothar Walther out of Georgia. And I had a relationship with them before, and then I kind of revisited the last uh, year at Shot Show. I ran into them again, and so uh, I'm running it on my AI because they had a pre-fit AI, and it's hammering, man. I'm really digging what it's doing. So. Cool, man. Let's land this one up. Uh, yeah, speaking of AIs, there was somebody on the Podbean app. There was actually a question that I wanted to address. You kind of... You, do you want to do it now or do you want to do it in the next one? We're doing it in the next one. I'm just kind of prefacing it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, you're giving them a teaser. Wanna, yeah, a little teaser. Teaser. The, hey, there's going to be a big battle at Winterfell. Get ready to watch. Yeah. <laughs> so I told him, Mike's daughter's got to do a diorama. That means dad's got to do a da diorama. Dad's got to... So, yeah. so I said to Rio, I'm like, listen, I got your diorama idea. Because I like, I said, here's what you're going to do. You're going to get your shoe box. You're gonna put a piece. She's of looking at you with a blank face. She doesn't know what any of that shit sure is. She, does. she knows exactly <laughs> what it is. They're smarter than we are. So I said, listen, you're gonna get your shoe I think box. So. You're gonna put your black construction paper on it, and then you're gonna put silver sprinkles over the top for the snow. Then you're just gonna put a dragon, and that's it until the feature. And a candle. The, yeah, and a candle. Yeah. <laughs> tell her it's the Battle of Winterfell. Right. It's the black box. She has to pick like her her uh favorite animal yeah, she or said something. Penguin. You gotta make yeah. a penguin. So she goes, we were driving home and I said, Rio, you gotta make a diorama because you have to pick a an animal and then we have to make its environment in a shoebox. And she goes, I want a penguin. And I was like, that's my girl. Dude, Antarctica. White paper. Up. Yep. Done. <laughs> Daddy's done. That's my girl. So um Man, what a uh, favorite setup we we're yeah, talking about. Yeah, we gotta do about. favorite setup. So the next one's Oh yeah, yeah, okay. So the question that I ran into was Somebody was talking about the trigger, like, um, and you said dry fire, dry fire, dry fire. Right. So the trigger on your rifle, like, how do I get it from, you know, I can't remember what it was. What is the best way to engage the trigger? And you're like, dry fire, you know, put your finger at a 90 degree. Oh, that's what it was. How do I get my finger at a 90, 90 degree, degree angle? Yeah. And I was like, when you said that, I had read that comment earlier, and I was like, I actually, I have an answer for this. This is, is the easiest thing that you can do. It's the fingernail. Got to point at nine. Yeah, that, stop at nine that, that fingernail has to point towards your target. Right. No, perpendicular to the barrel. Well, the backside of your fingernail. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Points towards your target. But if you want to develop a ninety-degree angle, shoot a pistol or at least dry fire a pistol. That will help you one engage that that uh, that yep. trigger, yep. and it'll keep and try to keep those sights aligned as best as possible. Mm -hmm. Because I believe, in my heart of hearts, pistol shooting is the hardest shooting out of all the firing platforms. Yeah, yeah. Because of the short sight radius. Yep, yep. You have so much more room for error, and that's why you see people throwing shit all over the place when they're shooting pistol. Yeah, makes sense. So, if you want to develop that ninety degree angle, practice with a pistol. Another thing that you can do when you're at work, get one of those clicky pens. Mm -hmm. I know this is irritating as shit, and I do it all day to my guys, but put it in your hands, cup it with your finger and your and your uh, and your middle finger and your thumb, and then run a 90 degree angle on there and just click away. There you go. Just Bug click everybody away. in your office. Yep. 
So All right, guys, that's how you can do thanks that. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being part of our little fun episode, getting back in it. Getting Hopefully back Hopefully you're not a whole swing. lot of twos out there and you're running into some eights and tens. And the point fives. The point fives. And the endies. And the endies. <laughs> endies. Man, they got more drama again, man. Oh, my God. Now what are they doing? I, I don't guess, even care, dude. Don't even some, tell me. Don't said, even tell me. I won't even tell you. All right, we're out of here, man. We're gone. Peace.